on the Spencer's the Pez, Goking out at the cons, Renaissance Fest, Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, Listen up, fanboys! It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. It's more like Kate Smith every day. And here's your host, an even bigger player than the Ultimate Hulk, Derek McCoy! Wow, thank you. That is an honor. And that Kate Smith thing, that's good. He's looking a lot more like Kate Smith these days, too. Um, Sing a little God Bless America for us, please. disturbing the way he's dressed. Uh, It is. It is. Who's Uh, Kate Smith? That's what we thought. Wasn't she like Hey, you know, it's an old Charlie's Angel? Never never mind. It's just an older generation thing. It's Kate Jackson. You go back to Scarecrow. You go back to your lolcats, okay? Uh, This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting actually on a Thursday. I can't remember why, because you... You I were had, busy last I night, and we wanted to hang out, and what? No one you was had in the store, too, didn't you? What? You had school stuff. Uh, yeah, but I guess I got comments. So last you were night. both TCB, is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I scheduled a meeting because you had a meeting, so you know. Yeah. And uh, and, and I had a meeting, and that's what Rick and I were both doing at a meeting. Okay, so this is Derek McCaw. We are podcasting on Thursday, January eighth, uh, from Elusive Comics and Games two seven two five El Camino Real Suite one hundred four in Santa Clara, California. It is sweet. The only place where Lon reads his comics. The only place. Anyway. Uh, with me, of course, on my right in a fabulous orange sweater. I'm feeling very fall today. This uh, Michael Goodson. Mm. And across my announcer, Kate I Smith. fell for Michael Goodson. Lon Lopez. And to my left, because we've all we've gone to a whole new position in the store. I have a hanker for an orange table. Julius mm, right there now. We go. <laughs> Rick Brett Snyder. I have this moral compass and... Um, Embarrassed to be here, but we're glad you came anyway. So, we've got a few things to talk about here on Thursday night. Uh, we've got some comics, some movie conversations, some television combina- conversations. Apparently, a- at least for the Bay Area audience, uh, sad day. But we've also got letters. Magic mailbox came through, huh? No, the magic mailbox is where I get toys and things. Oh, where did the, ma- the letters show up? In the email. Oh, Can we okay. call them letters if they're on email? <laughs> of course you sure. can. They're e-letters. They're e-letters. Someone typed letters in an email. All right. Letters. Little Troy Benson wrote in. Troy. So Troy. I don't know if we have... Yeah, you know Troy. Who's Troy Benson? Troy Benson is a deputy district attorney in Santa Clara County, and he says... I didn't do it. And he says, thank you for letting me know where Lon will be tonight. What? <laughs> <laughs> and you've just been served. Oh, no, um, Actually... Damn, you got uh, served. Yeah. Oh, he, did, he wrote in, I, I don't know if we have the answer to this. I, the Zorlak may be stumped, um, or Troy might be mistaken. Stump the Zorlak. I just picked up the recent run by Miller and Hitch on the Fantastic Four. Okay. Are you reading that, yes, Rick? Yes, I am. Okay. I was confused when I read the Funeral of the Invisible Woman storyline, and I have a question. Yes. Okay, spoiler alert. If you want to miss the spoiler that's coming up, and that's uh, coming up in just a second, Jump ahead six and one half minutes. That's six minutes, 30 seconds. In 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. When was it established that the Fantastic Four are immortals? Now, I didn't... I haven't finished huh? reading the storyline, so I didn't get that that was established. I don't... Uh, he may be making an implication because... Sue Storm comes back from far in the future. Mm-hmm. But and not like a thousand years. It's like hundred, maybe a hundred years. Yeah, something like that. We could go to the shelf and do our research, but that would, that wait, would, wait, be, that would be cheating. Let's just speculate. What was the brief storyline? She really died and then her future uh, self came no, no, back? No, no, there, there, was a, there was an attack. See, they, they caught Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. And there was an attack on from with some heroes from the future that looked strangely familiar and the professor version of the Hulk, the yeah. one that Peter mm. David written was was one of this new defenders. Yeah. The, the maestro? Future. Yeah. No, no. no the, not prof- the professor oh. is the smart one. He's got has. his hair combed. Oh, he's wearing right. glasses. <laughs> has a tank top on. Yeah. So dressed like earring magic Ken. Yeah. I, I, but we find I, I out said that, yes, didn't I? We okay. find out that they're actually being we led by 
the Sioux Storm of the Future, ah. who comes back and actually dies in, an, in a kind of a reversal of a, a heroic act after she's already put everyone through hell. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah. So it's the, the book's the book's like it's last month's book. Yeah. yeah. It's um, been out. Kind of a month. That's why I whispered it. Yeah. So he not like be, you were going to read it. The no. implication may be that she's, she's immortal because she was still alive. For a long time, maybe they're longer lived yeah. due to or they the just time hop. Cosmic, yeah. cosmic rays. I mean, it's Fantastic Four. They've been back and forth through, you know, dimensions, through timelines. It's really, time it's lines, really through... kind of weird to read that book now with Hitch doing the art and the storylines are a little bit more complex than they have been for a while because it really feels like the Ultimates. And you keep getting and confused. You, you just keep on getting confused. You go, oh yeah, because and now there there was a whole thing in the last issue about how. Sue Storm was saying, I'm just as smart as you are, Reed. They, they had all gotten some kind of uh, affliction, which made the bad parts of themselves come out. And he and she's actually acting smarter than she used to as just the mom hanger on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and which is what the play was in, in, in Ultimates. Ultimates yeah. she, was, she was brilliant just so like So that Reed. would be confusing. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, but as far as immortality, I don't remember that as being a... But uh, Nicolas Cage is going to play her in the movie adaptation of Mark Miller's work, right? Yeah, <laughs> okay. So. What? No. Anyway, but would you recommend it? And now that now that we brought it up I'm on behalf of Troy, but I'm you're enjoying that run, so you would probably yeah. recommend people pick up the issues. fabulous, well, and the characterizations and are, are great. I like the way they're writing the thing, and, you know... Didn't they write the thing as kind of a, a womanizer? A little bit, but he's kind of settled down with. He was he he, he had his afternoon of womanizing, and he settled down like the first one that he. <sighs> oh, whatever. Sad. But she's not all that she appears. He's Amish. Mm. Well, yeah. Does just... she nickname him Rocky? No. Okay. All right. Well, any other letters? Yeah, the or other what? letter came from Little Cardi. We got more than one uh, from Little Cardi Angelo. This is in, great in uh, Sherman Oaks. <clears throat> first, uh, <clears throat> Sherman Oaks. Actually, the owner of Earth 2 Comics wrote, writes in and says, Ah! It was funny that you would say, um, Spoiler alert. Oh. Because he says, Listening to Fanboy Planet. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, about the Doctor Who Christmas special. Oh. Because not everyone was able to. And he says, Luckily, he stopped. Li- he turned it down after we started. He dove something for about his the other. pod. Did we spoil it that badly? No, not really. But um, he did add, uh, we'll have an offline question uh, that he's asking us to help him. Um, basically, how can he watch <laughs> the Doctor Who Christmas special? Oh. <laughs> so, uh, oh. anyway, um, maybe you wanted to for, edit that. You know, um, I think the, the best way to do it is you know, get on Virgin Airlines. And fly to England. <laughs> fly to England. And buy the DVD that's available there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just good people. He also writes... Really digging the podcast. Let's keep that Watchmen for Adam West rumor going. Yeah. So, you know, it's not the one that that's what Fox Watchmen really wants. Watchmen for Batman, sure. really. Yeah. It's like, Watchmen for Batman. But it's, it's really for Adam, 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 West. Adam West. That's Batman. what we all want. Yeah. So, it, so it's that, nice. And thanks. Uh, all the news today was about how that's getting ready to come to a head. Yeah, I actually have that down to talk about it a little later. So oh. you'll have something coaching so to this say. So this was a terrible segue now then. <laughs> So wait, before we segue, though, those are all the letters we got? Yeah, just the two. So if anybody wants to write us. Write in, write in comments, questions, criticism. Like, where can they send like them where to, Like, where are the spoilers? Write them to editor at fanboyplanet.com. You had a good one on the Fantastic Four. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was it again? If you'd yeah. like my password to bit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> editor at fanboyplanet.com. Fantastic. And tell me how much you like episodes with Lon in them. Because right now, the other letters I'm getting, they're all letters from Lon saying, boy, I really like episodes with Lon in them. Hmm. How do you know they're from me? Because they're from Hovitos. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Can we footnote our letter section? Okay. Because I went ahead, and it's like being in a library. you got to take advantage of the resources you're sitting around. When you're podcasting from a comic book store and the manager's talking on the phone with his eyes closed, go ahead and read a book. Yeah. Yeah. So I went back and I read uh, Fantastic Four 561, and basically it's what I remembered, that she came from centuries in the future. Centuries? She had been kept alive by Reed, uh, Reed's um, technology, intelligence, intellect, you know, basically, and, and to do this special mission to come back into the past and affect things so that things didn't go bad in the future. That's 
what the whole thing was. What? About. So she, they weren't really immortal. As if that's believable. Yeah. What in the so world? Ultimately, the so answer. She says, "My husband and family died so that I might live and come back here." So ultimately, the answer answer Troy is that this issue is when it was established. Yeah. For this storyline, so okay, that makes so sense. they are immortal. Five sixty one. No, but it's done by technology, which I would think. Well, I mean, we're sure. close to it's ambiguous. In the Look, in a week in which they announced they figured out that stem stem cells can grow new teeth. What immortality is seriously? So I can have all the candy and soda I want. Actually, they found a way to make stem cells without really being stem cells. See, excellent. So yes, what? This so I can eat all the stem cells I want. And all right, El what do we Lopez got? What do we got next? Uh, uh, there, well, D man. You guys are going to feel this now. I know uh, it's a kind of a sad day for longtime fanboys in the Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay Area, mm-hmm. because the mm-hmm. venerable host of. And I guess founder of actually Creature Features, which was how a lot of people in the Bay Area discovered really bad horror films and discovered real bad fandom. And for me, how I discovered um, Hardware Wars, the first Mm -hmm. real fan film slash parody Mm -hmm. from Star Wars. Mm Uh, Did he play that on the show? He 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 played it on the show. I believe it made its broadcast debut on on Creature Features with Bob Wilkins. Bob Wilkins had been, suffered from Alzheimer's, uh, or I guess Alzheimer's-like symptoms, as Charlton Heston once said about his own, yeah. years ago. But he was still, on good days, brought out to like WonderCon, and he made his appearances yeah. with the fans. Didn't we like interview him at uh, uh, SuperCon? I think, uh, John or? Stanley. That's John Stanley. Oh, okay. You may have. He may have been at SuperCon one year that maybe I wasn't. No, I, I, I thought I did met it the man. When I was in high school, a friend of mine and I went up to Oakland and sat in on a filming of oh, a creature. Well, I indeed episode. actually got a uh, got uh, entered a Captain Cosmic costume contest in eighth grade. What was your costume? Uh, I was Statler, and my friend Philip was uh, Waldorf from the Muppets. From the Muppets, and uh, so and he hosted a costume contest. At so the wait, Shand I was Center going to say Center. he was Captain Cosmic too, yes, right? Okay, because yes. so he was, was Captain Cosmic. I was raised on Captain Cosmic, that which was... showed us, yeah, and that's a big fan of thing too, because he showed Ultraman, Ultraman Space Giants, like Star lamest, Blazers. He introduced lamest, a lot of uh, Japanese uh, science fiction programming to kids in the Bay Area. Yeah, for people outside the Bay Area or younger viewers, who was. Right, Bob Creature Features was a local on KTVU Channel Two. Uh, he certainly wasn't the the first mm-hmm. horror film host, but he was really the biggest. Yeah, late night horror host. Late started, night horror started in the early seventies. Uh, yeah, in fact, yeah. this is odd. I actually did just read about this because I got John horror Stanley's Beach book. Party was the first I, I got, one uh, uh, or is in the horror of Party Beach. Maybe it was yes, yeah, so yes, the horror, the horror party, party Beach was his first movie, in which he had the style that nobody else had ever had before, which was they asked him to host it, and he said the movie was terrible. He didn't know why anyone would stay tuned and watch it, which, of course, made everybody stay tuned and watch it because they wanted to see how bad it was. And he realized the more he was honest about how horrible the films were because they were things that were like in public domain and really cheap packaging. Hmm. And then the the station gave him better budgets for his sets and they could have guests and things and became kind of the go-to Really a precursor to things like uh, Mystery Science Theater 5,000. 3,000. Yeah, absolutely. Elvira. Yeah. Exactly. Elvira was a late night cable host yeah. who eventually got famous. And he uh, before he didn't want it to get stale, so he went out what he said was, you know, like on on top. He handed it over to John Stanley, who still does the convention circuit, and John has a book uh called I Was a Television Horror Host and um but then let's talk about how he transitioned over to Captain Cosmic. Uh, he did what? both simultaneously. Okay, but I mean while. like yeah. in the late seventies the sci fi boom hit. Star Wars right, and everything so, else. Uh-huh. So he started this after afternoon, like I guess. four o'clock in the afternoon yeah. after and it was kids basically were home from a, school. Yeah, a kid's kind of cartoon show. With but it wasn't, t- wasn't really cartoon. Oh, the... Uh, the robot was 2T, 2T. No. 2T, uh, or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, it was... And uh, and yeah, he showed. Well, he showed. Ultraman. He had like an R two D two like robot. He showed well. Ultraman and Infra, uh, Spectre Man and Space Giant. So a lot of Japanese kids sci fi shows and Star Blazers. That was the first place. <laughs> was it Star, Star Blazers? Blazers was on that? Was wow. On. Okay. And it, in, in the middle of it, they'd have the game TV Pow, which was basically in television, and someone would call in. And they would say pow when the target came into view on the video game screen and someone in the station would hit the button to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> and if, pow! And if you got three, you would win like an autographed photo of Captain Cosmic sent to your home. And so, uh, so it was, yeah, Captain cool. Cosmic and TV pow. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was funny to see him with Captain Cosmic because he still had that basic um, 
you know, Bob Wilkins' persona of, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. this isn't really good, but hey, it's for the kids. And so <laughs> uh, he was actually successful at, had retired and had a successful advertising agency until he got ill. So it's kind of sad to think about him gone, but uh, he was yeah, really think formative of all in the, the 70s in the Bay Area. Absolutely. Think of all the good times he brought everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> Absolutely. He'll, he'll be remembered for that. Because it was a big social thing. You know, on the weekends, you'd have the big slumber party, stay up and watch Creature Features and get freaked out. They were at WonderCon a couple years back, and somebody had, and I don't know, you guys might know what movie it's from, but somebody had dressed up at, in the gorilla suit with the uh, robot deep monster. sea diver, robot with the deep sea diver helmet. Robot and monster. The, so, yeah, it was awesome. And I guess he went up and took pictures with him and stuff like that. But, I mean, that pretty much summed up the whole you know, late night creature feature experience. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, he, he was cool. So I'm I'm sorry to hear that that, that he died, but uh, well, rest in peace. Let's talk about comics, shall we? Yes, a bright please. and cheerful, a place where we can change. Marvel's found the secret to actually selling Spider-Man in a brand new day. What you know what it is? Good wait, stories. Wait. Uh, uh, new no. artist <laughs> put a character people like on the cover. That's right. Wolverine. Wolverine. No, not Wolverine. Can uh, you guess thing. who Spider-Man's going to team up with next week? Snoopy. Uh, Garfield. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Marmaduke. Everyone's the most beloved canine. No, actually. Clifford Veronica. the Big Red Dog. Uh, and apparently, and I was driving. Archie. I was actually driving over here, and I was listening to the news, and it was on the news. Okay. On the that's radio. why they did it. I know. That's exactly why. And they said, we don't know if, what kind of dog Spider-Man's going to pick, but he's teaming up with Barack Obama. Oh, my. No. Wait, if Barack Obama's going to be in Marvel, are they going to start calling him Black Obama? <laughs> <laughs> he's calling back the Dark last president. episode. <laughs> well, you know. I mean. Oh, my. No. <laughs> oh, just checking. No. Uh, but he is wearing an inverted tiara. Now, this is not not a Barack Obama's first appearance in comics this year. No. Uh, or I guess this year, 2009, yes. But, this uh, year. But uh, the yeah. fiscal year. No, no, this is fiscal. The school year. Uh, that's the calendar I'm on. Uh, he, of course, was endorsed by the Savage Dragon yes. uh, from Image Comics. So Image beat them to the punch. But nobody actually knows who the Savage Dragon is. So that didn't make the make the news. And then, as was kind of pointed out offline in what turned out to be Michael Goodson's favorite comic book of, of last year was, I don't even remember what company published it. Was it IDW? Did a biographical comic yeah. of Barack Obama? They did one of Barama. Um, well, right, because Barack Obama was not and, his favorite. And McCain. No, he, that's what I was about to say. Was Michael's favorite comic last year. I preferred the McCain was, comic. Was yes. the McCain comic. Yeah, great character. I mean, the whole POW thing, very nice. Yeah, it's like, it was like, touch shades of Garth Ennis. I thought I thought a lot like Sergeant Fury. It read a lot like Sergeant <laughs> exactly. Fury. In his I like Howling how he Commandos. took the evil turn at the end. Did he get the Super <laughs> Soldier serum? Uh, he was given the Infinity Formula. Oh, yes, okay. and uh, and actually uh, an LMD actually ran for the White House. Oh. Uh, uh, Explains a lot. It does, doesn't it? The whole Palin thing. Anyway, and of course it is. I guess it was on Colbert, right? Casada came on the Colbert Report and mm-hmm. said. Uh, and begged Obama to. They did something to get Obama to endorse or something. Because I mean, you know, this is a, what a great time in America. A fanboy is in the White House. True. Very and, true. And the first thing they do is to totally suck up to him, and uh, and put him on the cover of Spider Man before the week before he gets inaugurated. I if like you it. had that much power, you'd suck up to him too. Oh, absolutely. And apparently, Joe Casada is going to be on CNN this weekend to talk about it. And Marvel has been very good at that. I mean, they went on when. Uh, Colbert when Captain America died yeah. and it made all the Gave news. The right, shield. and you know what DC did? They made Lex Luthor president. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, DC's got some good stories too. Instead, they do. Bush. <laughs> so anyway, it's worth it's worth mentioning. And speaking of that, uh, so uh, a book that uh, Rick read last week that he was dying to talk about. Okay, spoiler alert. If you want to miss the spoiler that's coming up, and that's uh, come out of in just a second. Jump ahead six and one half minutes. That's six minutes, 30 seconds. In 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ultimate Hulk number annual number one, which did that fall into the We ultimatum? did talk about this book last week. We, we didn't did. read it yet. Only we, why it existed. It's like, why do we have an annual for a book that doesn't, doesn't exist? exist. <laughs> right, okay. But now you've read it. I've read it. And now you know it exists. Yeah, and it's almost like the uh, Zarda. The, the whole thing about in the Ultimates universe now is they had that, that universal crossover 
Where Nick that Fury in ended up power, in, yeah. in the Supreme Universe and Zarda ended up in the Ultimate Universe, right? Mm-hmm. And so Zarda is actually interacting with... Wait a minute. Captain America. It is. Is this part of Ultimatum? So, it does say it's March it's on March Ultimatum. It's March on Ultimatum. She, it's, it's actually well, more of the it's story March of on her. Zarda. It's March on Zarda, really. <laughs> Who the hell is Zarda? Zarda is the, the Wonder power, Woman. Uh, the Wonder Woman. The power princess from, oh. the, from, the, from the Squad of Supreme. they're mixing that in this? And mm-hmm. she's, they had a big crossover. I they had, no they had a pr- exchange of one superhero. Nick Fury stayed in the Squadron Supreme universe. Right. Oh. And, and he's in the power Zarda books now. Yeah, he's in the Supreme power book that Howard Shaken's writing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with that. It's I, it's not bad, although mark this down. Derek just agreed with me. Yeah, thank you. The thing about her is she's she's oh, really God. kind I of think a, I just had an aneurysm. She is kind of a bad girl character in that in that she really does. Uh, Who's the artist on that? Because then she's a really bad girl. Uh, it's uh, it's not show. I liked. Uh, was this the debut of the Ultimate Wrecking Crew? Because it said McGinnis on the front there, dude. No, the McGinnis is on that one. No, Jeff Lowe. Right there. Is it? Oh, yeah. Ed McGinnis. Ed McGinnis. Ed McGinnis, okay. Yeah. So it doesn't look like Ed McGinnis. McGinnis. Who's the inker? That Jinx. Is... Oh, <laughs> buy me a Coke. They switch after page 10 to. Yeah, because this is Marco, Marco Jerkovic. And Danny and Mickey Danny is the Mickey. Art, as the inker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's hmm. why it didn't look like Ed McGinnis to me because I was looking at the end of the So book. anyway, she goes on a road trip. I was and, looking at the news and, scenes. And a restaurant runs into. Uh, she's gotten chewed out by Captain America for being too violent and uh, not, tisk, not tisk. thinking about uh, about what heroes are. Heroes don't kill, kind of thing. And so she runs into the Hulk in this restaurant. Hulk has wandered into this restaurant wanting waffles and pancakes. And, and, he, and he's totally nude. Lon, how many times has that happened to you? Just this morning, actually. Uh, let's so. just call the local IHOP and see. It was actually so she's, Denny's. She's been sitting there trying to get some service, and so she decides that the best thing that can happen now is that they'll fight and destroy half the town because he won't put pants on to get in, go into the restaurant. Eventually, she takes him down, takes him into a uh, mm-hmm. takes him into a uh, a big and and uh, stout store for men and gets him a pair of plaid uh, shorts. So you're saying he's a little teapot? He's short <laughs> and uh, no, he's not. Um, but what happens after that? And I, I'll just the the line is they actually are sitting down at the restaurant after all this because you know in in typical comic book fashion they've had a good fight and they both enjoyed the good fight she's sitting there and they're talking and she goes i'll have to re- i'll have to return to the ultimate soon enough is there anything else you would like to do with me to which the next panel is just the hulk grinning like with ketchup and mustard all over, all over his, his chin. face i hope that's ketchup and ketchup and mustard that's, that's ketchup and mustard at that point but uh then we go to a typical cinematic uh hotel room with Clothes littered all over the floor. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, Hulk, Hulk is established. Did you see the way he just threw it down in disgust? He's like, not this filthy <laughs> magazine. Well, just so. he lost energy. He got tired after looking at that. So that, that would be well, interesting enough. Minutes, but okay. I read in the same night, I read Hulk. Yeah. Number, number nine. nine which, by Jeff Loeb. In the red, in the red, which is now with half, Frank Cho as the artist. Well, sexy. There's two. There's it's split between Green and Red Hulk in the uh, in the book now. The first okay. part of the first part of the book is Green Hulk, and then the second half is Red Hulk with the art by the very famous good girl artist Frank Cho, which in which he's collected. I consider all, him a very famous cartoon duck artist. Uh, <laughs> all the uh, all the hot superhero ladies. In um, are collected to fight Red Hulk in uh, She Hulk's. God, lady, they're all. It's like a giant lady, gangbang or something. Lady Liberators are t- trying to take him down, and just to cut the cut to the chase here, the last page. Spoiler alert! <laughs> really looks like Thunder is taking a walk of shame at the end. Ooh. You know, first of all, let me let me say something, Rick. Some people we got to do a spoiler alert because some people do buy these comic books for the articles. I will I will insert a spoiler alert before this. I did the last time we did spoilers. I I actually did the work. To, Not according to Cardiangelo. No, we didn't do real spoilers. <laughs> no, last time we did spoilers for a book. I actually found the time sinks and found out how much time they have to trip my head to avoid the spoiler. And I'll do that this time too. All right, okay. Because you are a good I'm engineer. I'm a professional. You are a professional. Okay, so but now ultimately, are you saying we should read? Anybody should read these books? I think it's funny that I well, they're both 
very well written and very uh, nicely illustrated. You know, Frank Cho. That's a great shot of a storm's behind. Right just there. an excellent artist. <laughs> if um, you've got I feel number so nine proud. at home, Lon is referencing page the last page uh, of the story. The, with the these, end. The second. <laughs> <laughs> Um, How about Farscape? But I've never seen I've never seen the Hulk played out to be such a player before. Um, Apparently, in both universes, maybe, maybe the Gray Hulk, Mister Fixit, Mister yeah. Fixit was definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I guess it all makes I gotta sense. say is yeah. get that filth out of my comics. I mean, the Ultimate Hulk has always been portrayed as really Bruce Banner's appetites out of control. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. They've just never been quite so. It's not. It's not like that's explicit. Don't get us wrong either. It's not like there's actual nudity. They don't portray. It's implied. The it's implied. That's fine. Yeah. What else do you do in a hotel room with your clothes off? Shower. Oh, good point. Sleep. Ping pong. Together though. Still. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Tickle so fight. So so Farscape. IDW. Did you watch Farscape? Uh, I've watched a couple of episodes. Okay. I, you know, so uh, I'm not part of the uh, real like Farscape cult. I've always admired the organization of the fandom. Yeah, I was a total Farscape convert. I'm convert, were you? Yeah, I didn't watch. I watched the first episode. I thought it was insane. Is it was it IDW that did that? I think they were the ones that were releasing that. As wasn't a, it Boom? Oh, Boom! It, it was. You're boom. right. It was, it boom. was boom. boom. I'm sorry, Boom Studios. Yeah. And so it's one, uh, book one of four or five. Okay. And the it and picks up the, right after the end, the last. And this show. will be the first comic book appearance of Farscape. As far as I know, it's the first continuation in any media of the storyline that ended with the movie that followed the. the that was funded by their fans. Right. Well, yeah. They donated money. It was the at least oh. the initial seed was it was paid for by fans. Okay. Hmm. So I mean, at this still point, starving children in Ethiopia, but. Thank they God, Farscape wrapped up. Hey, Peacekeeper <laughs> Wars was a good movie. Suck it, <laughs> suck it, Blake Seven fans. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, the uh, the book. And just to say, if you're if you're a Farscape fan, this was uh, true to the characterization. Carries the storyline right right along, and um, I'm looking forward to the uh, the rest of it, which is not something you can usually say about a lot of these TV continuation things. Buffy's been an exception. And the Star Trek stuff's been horrible, with the exception of the um, Assignment Earth was Assignment good. Earth. We, we agreed that Assignment Earth was good. And I got to say, about Buffy actually did something this week. Uh, number twenty one came out yesterday. Yeah, brought back the character of Harmony, and did what the series was very good at, and was very interesting. A very interesting commentary on, I think, a, a social uh, or a cultural attitude towards that kind this kind of fiction that Buffy that the show itself was what kind of started um, and basically turned the status quo for the Slayers completely upside down so it was a nice surprising I yeah. really recommend this Looking issue forward to reading it. with Harmony and it's a logical logical outgrowth and it was like oh wow because I, I like when a Buffy story in that in this season 8 makes me go dang I wish that was still on television yeah I wish I'd seen that and yet I think this is a storyline that maybe couldn't have done if there had really been an eighth season, it, it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah, the whole thing with John, the giant Don would have been hard to do on TV, but it mm, or the Centaur Don, but hot. Yeah, yeah. I really think the Mecha Don would have been the, the deal breaker. There. The, me- the you probably right. could have done Don, but the, the Mecha Don. I went across the budget. Line. Maybe, maybe, but. Yeah. You know, the devil bu- built a robot. Why no, I think it, the way they would have done that would be to take it right down to the the cheap level, the Godzilla films with the obviously bad yeah. buildings. They, they would have fit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But it would, yeah. So is that really all we have for comics? Is Lon, any, anything you read that you picked up that uh, you just read the latest uh, Walking Dead? Uh, Do you just want to drool over that for a moment? It was uh, it was good. Me and Steve both uh, bit our nails while we watched or read it. That was good. Yeah. Last Walking Dead. I like the fact, like the fact that he said watched for a second there as if it was like a cinematic experience. It is kind of cinematic. Well, Walking Dead is. Yeah. The thing dead. is, though, I, get, I kind of feel bad about every week going, Walking Dead, Walking Dead. So Look, if it's still your favorite book, you should buy more than one book. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm trying to read other books. That's all. So. Well, heck, you should buy Walking Dead. But all these, <laughs> every, all these other ones. It's I like th- Car Won't Let Us Podcast from Earth 2. <laughs> That's all. Because... What? I don't get that. Anyways, uh, no, but all the ones I think Luckily about reading, Anna. all the ones I think about reading, you guys tell me not to read. So, what what are you thinking about reading that we well, tell you? Well, the Hulks you said weren't that great. So, 
I've been enjoying the Hulk. Oh, okay. That's well, not what he said. Maybe I'll read. He it. just he, he just fast forwarded to the naughty bits. Rick, oh, oh, Rick is just okay. horrified at all the naughty bits. Oh, okay. I just thought he it is was, a moral compass. That's he is all. our moral compass. That's I all. I just thought it was an interesting coincidence that both of those books had the same kind of okay. thing going on. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. It's fine. Don't let Lon pick on you. Lon. But you know what, though? If you think about it, most Marvel books, all their like main heroes like were players. or ha- like Peter Parker's had tons of women. Especially since Kevin Smith started writing him. Mm-hmm. He started writing Spider-Man? Well, he wrote the Spider-Man Black Cat, and it was definitely like, you know, because until Kevin Smith wrote it, it never occurred to me that um, Peter Parker may have had premarital sex. What? It really never did. What I just thought thinking? that would be a, that would be against Peter's moral code, and then Kevin Smith made it really clear that no, he had. He's a teenage boy growing up in New York. Of course, he had premarital. Mm-hmm. You know, really? He he did. Yeah, because there was Gwen Stacy was the love of his life. You don't have a love of your life and not go downtown. You know what I'm saying? So. To you Woolworths? Don't, you don't I, have love I was of your really life on not, his side, <laughs> but I've decided to just be wrong. <laughs> and then there was what? Betty Betty Grant? Betty Brandt? Betty the older Brandt? Woman? Betty Boop? Well, you know that. Okay. And you know the black cat. You know. <laughs> well, I didn't until Kevin okay. Smith wrote it. Okay. But then look and at And then the Joker. <laughs> the Joker him, offered himself <laughs> once. And then there's Tony Stark. A guy gets tons of women. Uh, Reed Matt Richards. Murdoch gets Matt, tons well, of Murdoch, women. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Rogers, every incarnation. He's always had a girlfriend. So I mean, you know what, Marvel? Punisher, Punisher, his his love or his his uh, weapons? No, no, he did have he, he uh, Garth Ennis wrote to him having a date with Elektra. It was awesome. Mm, that's right. Yeah. Although and now the whole the scroll. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. It's the only reason she'd go out. You see Frank the Castle going. I feel so dirty. dirty. <laughs> And now the Hulk. So it does. It, I guess it does make. What about Speedball? Um, Penance. Yeah, he was. Wasn't he technically like a teenager, fourteen or something? Yeah, but or? somebody told me you don't grow up as a teenager well, in New York without going downtown to Woolworths. Yeah, yeah but he. Penance he was, is all my 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 safe word is anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> <laughs> It's a joke. I'm know. waiting for the crickets on that one. They're, they're but anyway, they're a coming. <laughs> when you wish upon us. <laughs> Not Jiminy Cricket. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, on that note, speaking of players. I like it when we have so many outtakes in line. <laughs> because then, this is my fault. <laughs> because then everybody tells me, oh, those outtakes are so funny. And they're like, what, 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 did, what did Rick leave in? <laughs> then I'm scared. <laughs> Because I'm thinking back, what did we say? What did we say? What did we say? Wait, I want to know, what's the outtake you've been putting in the last couple ones where it's like, oh, it's going to happen or something it's like you. that? It's you. I know, but what was that from? <laughs> was, you were, I just pulled it out. You said it. I know, but what were we talking I about? I remember. It? And then why did you decide to just put it at the I end? I just thought like, it sounded goofy. Oh, okay. Silly. For a while, we, apparently for, it does. For a while, it I caught had, your attention. It's for, you. For a while, it was Anna saying, Derek McCaw, I want him. And uh, that one I found tired. annoying, yeah. So. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Don't you listen to any of those podcasts I gave you for no. Christmas? Not yet. There's a rule. There's a law against actually listening with the headphones uh-huh. with the earplugs when you're driving. Yeah. So I haven't done that. Now yet. you're talking because it's in your car. Before it was you. Yeah, I know. Now it's in my right? car. I, you know, I, I should do what Lon does and just go and listen. And yeah. I listen to it in parts. When you're awake, I know. Mm-hmm. You were here. He didn't, like, make words up. You should know anything you say may be used against you I later. understand it, but I didn't you say... You don't have to listen no, you're to saying the Anna. I don't remember Anna saying no, that. No, Anna said that. I, I, I don't think I was there. Fast she, forward to the end. She was shouting in the background Steve. or something. Let's go to movies, shall we? Let's. Let's. Speak. So you want to talk about... Play, let's, let's talk about, speaking of Iron Man, Tony Stark. <laughs> Iron Man news, huh? I hear yeah, there's so some Justin, casting rumors. Justin Theroux finished the script, so they've got to start, fini- uh, start filming in, like, two or three months. Because they do have to make a May 2010 release date. Oh, sure. yeah. I could yeah. crank out an Iron Man movie in a year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So who would you call for the villains? You mean? Who would wait, you bring in? To do play? I need characters? Because I already know, but can I? should I say? Yeah. Well, are, they, are they characters that you would have predicted? Uh, yes. Beca- okay. Why? Because they already have an action figure in one of them. So. Oh, good point. Good point. And the other one... Um, well, okay, because we, we already know, so should we just go ahead and talk about them? Okay, so what? Mickey uh, Rourke has been cast as, depending on which trade uh, newspaper, Hollywood trade paper you read, uh, they both agree that he's playing a Russian character. The Black Widow. 
Actually, though, they say that Tony Stark's like new assistant Natasha has been uh, uncast. So, like, so yeah, I think they're going to try to do something along those lines, especially if they use this other Russian. Because you, know, it didn't, you remember who she was paired up with originally in the Iron Man uh, books? She was Hawkeye. a villain at Hawkeye. first. Hawkeye, Hawkeye. Yeah. who yeah. was also a villain originally. Yeah, uh, but in this case, uh, so the Hollywood Reporter says that he's backlash. Is that right? Back. They yeah. Somebody was saying he was going to be backlash, which. Was an Iron Man villain. Well, actually, it's no, whiplash. it was Whiplash, and then he turned into Backlash. I thought Backlash was an image character. I'm not sure. You know, I'd be confused. No, Blacklash. I Blacklash. Think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but he is. He started as Whiplash. Right, right, right. Okay, Whiplash. But Variety reports it's the Crimson Dynamo, which I think is more likely for a Russian character to be. And right. certainly more interesting. I'm intrigued. I, I, I'm curious. And of course, you're the only one of us here who's seen the rest. Or Mickey Rourke. Yeah, dude. We just talked about that last yeah. week. He can do. Well, he did right. Marv. I mean, if he is, is re- the Crimson is Dynamo kind of a freak. Yes. Uh, Perfect. Well, I well, love been, that cast. His honestly, special chest a has of... a special chest cavity to keep his chihuahuas. But the only thing is, though, <laughs> there have the, been a number of Crimson Dynamo. The only thing, though, is about the Crimson Dynamo was he never really had a lot of screen time. Screen time. He was just this big. But he, he was, was basically a, the Russian Iron Man. But he was in a Paul McCartney and Wings song. I was just doing that in my head. I was trying to find a line. Was he really? Work. Yeah. Mag- there's a, actually Mag- a, a Magneto, Magneto and Titanium, Titanium Man. man. And the Crimson like, Dynamo came along uh, for the ride. Interesting. Yeah. I know those guys were fanboys. All right. Yeah. And then the other one is, and I, I can't remember the name of, I know I recognize the name from the comics, but I'm not the big Iron Man fan that you are. Justin so. Hammer. Justin Hammer, is that right? Okay. Yeah, Justin S- Hammer was another, but I thought Hammer was kind of a, Am I thinking the Spider-Man? Who was Spider-Man's? Was it Silver Fox or? Silvermane. Silvermane. Okay, that's why I always yeah. get those confused. But yeah, Justin Hammer was another industrialist, you know, competing. Te- probably worked for Roxxon, owned Roxxon at some point. Because yeah. they've already yes. established that yeah. Roxxon was in the Iron Man right. first movie. They had that as an office uh, building that said Roxxon. Right. So. Oh, okay, I didn't see that. So they, so they definitely established the fight that. at the end. Because Stain was, Obadiah Stain was, uh, what's his name? Was right? Jeff Bridges. Right. So luckily there's always another evil industrialist in, Spy- in Iron Man. And this one will be played by Sam Rockwell. And that's, I think, a great choice. That's a, I do enjoy the work of Mr. Rockwell. And in the comics, yeah, too, yeah. Hammer was, you know, almost like a industrial kingpin or, you know, a technological. A Luther type. Right. He would always kind of fund, you know, like the Beatle and... Uh, you know, all the other, like, iron, you know, people in, right. in iron suits or, or you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after. that could be a great villain to tie over. But what, what we're hoping is, though, you know, those, which we've heard talk about in the three Iron Man or the Iron Man trilogy is that the big villain pulling the strings on everything is going to be Mandarin. Mandarin, right? So we haven't heard anything about the Mandarin. So, but oh, here. They did set up Mandarin up in the first film. Right. Yeah. What I'm saying is no casting or anything. But so here's the one thing I. I you know, and we have to clarify these are all rumors too. So I mean, you know, and we're just talking out of our own right. Heads, so, but. but the thing is, is if if Mickey Rourke, who's hot off this wrestler thing, possibly a com- Academy Award nominated, you know, role, mm-hmm. is he going to take you know a role opposite? You know, what I mean, the Crimson Dynamo role would have to be huge for Mickey Rourke to jump into this role. You know what I mean? Because Mickey Rourke's not just going to sit in a film and. And pose, you know what why, I mean? Why are you snickering? I'm to the sorry. Side? I just watched. I just watched uh, Tropic Thunder, so I keep on thinking. Well, Robert Downey Jr.'s got five Oscars. And- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in real life, uh, Ricky doesn't have any. I know, <laughs> <laughs> though that could change in a couple of months. Yeah. But you see, but I know. What, I mean, so here you got new. You got Don Cheadle. Great actor, Robert Downey Jr. You know, you're going to put all these people in this film. Uh, I want to say something. I want to say something. This is exactly what you said a year ago about the first Iron Man. Right. Right. When you said, you got Gwyneth Paltrow and you just put Terrence Howard and all these actors. Right. Bridges. Terrence Howard's already gone. And then, well, yeah, but now you're using the Don Cheadle thing. Uh, My point is, you Terrence Howard will take a role next to. You had exactly the same. The same complaint, complaint and fear a year ago before the first Iron Man opened mm-hmm. up, and, I and think, it was awesome. And it was awesome, and you're saying, exactly but now you're doubling again. it. You know what I mean? So now you have the same. Okay, so this would be double awesome. You you keep the same crew. I'm okay with double awesome. All right, maybe it. Maybe it's I'm like just, a double double in and out. I'm just putting my concerns out there. Okay, there we I go. agree. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Let it be known. I think we should. Okay. Um, Let it be known that Michael Goodson just agreed with me. Thank you. 
Uh, well, happy birthday. I just said I agree. He may have agreed with everybody else. <laughs> uh, the DC, on the DC side of things, things don't look so good. John August, who is a screenwriter, has been working for a couple of years on a draft of uh, Shazam, uh, put on his blog that the project Don't, don't would, say that word so casually. Well, okay. well, I'm hoping it'll change me. Oh, all right. Uh, something. Oh, my luck. I'd turn into Uncle a Marvel. Little, you'll turn into a little boy. An out-of-work screenwriter? Tawny Tiger. Do <laughs> an out-of-work screenwriter? Oh, uh, yeah, so uh, he said that essentially that the Shazam adaptation is dead. No. So The Rock is not Black Adam. David Goyer. Sorry, Brandon Mullally. We tried. We did. David Goyer, who has is writing and directing a horror film opening this Friday, The Unborn. Creepy. Uh, yeah, but it's Those David Goyer. Good. Commercials I, inappropriately placed in uh, television my children might see. Oh, really? Oh, it's, it's all over. It's on, like, Scrubs. and. Okay. Well, what, is your, what are your children doing watching Scrubs? Daddy's just watching Scrubs, you know. He's not <laughs> watching the horror channel when some <laughs> dead little boy appears. In do, the you do, do you, off, do you understand off. how publicity works, Michael? I, I do. It's just... <laughs> and really, when a show is on at children. 9 o'clock... <laughs> They, they're expecting your children aren't watching. Time what's what's going to be cool is oh, when, yeah. you know, like, 11 o'clock at night, you're going to walk down the hallway and your daughter's going to be standing there and she'll decide to do one of the lines <laughs> from the movie. And you're just going to... I look forward to that day. <laughs> the day she says, I see dead people in my life. <laughs> no, the day when she goes, I'll never tell. <laughs> Guess what I'm doing next time I go over to the Goodson house? <laughs> Practicing. Okay. I'm giving her a picture of George Washington to go up and say that. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so uh, yeah, I have no my, my thing with David Goyer is I think he's a decent screenwriter, but when, I have not enjoyed a single film he's directed, so I'm not there. But he said that all the DC movies are just basically on hold while Warner Brothers tries to figure out what the hell they what they want to do. They want more Dark Knights. Yeah, that's what they want. So that means that Superman is the dark Kryptonian with and, a baby. No, they're well, getting rid of that. What some of the online articles wasn't that they were talking about what killed Shazam? Was they're saying it's too? Did light. you read that? The the one of the producers he he pretty much blamed, but in, didn't really blame. He blamed Speed Racer and the Dark Knight, and he basically said Speed Racer was the lighthearted, fun kid family movie that tanked, so nobody wanted to see that. But then Dark Knight was the the dark adult themed whatever. Well, yeah, and so then he said that the notes they gave him on. His script, we're like, we're going to make this darker, and we're going to make this more Shazam mm-hmm. versus Black Adam. And I didn't read that article, but I, yeah. I believe it. And but, so that was the case. But so. I'm still going to go down to, you know, yeah, a couple of good family <laughs> films tanked in the spring. Uh, yeah, because you put them up. Speed and, Racer yeah. and Prince Caspian. But I'll say Speed Racer opened a week after Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, this is... Don't I'm point s- at me. That's rude. I'm, I'm just oh, wag- okay, wagging so. my finger. And okay. it's the index finger. Okay. Uh, soccer fields across the country. You know, I mean, I went to a soccer game in Gilroy the weekend after Iron Man. I know, Iron you've Man told the story on air yeah. many times, yes. I mean, you know, and that's everybody's talking about Iron Man. Everybody's talking about Speed Racer. Right. And in this in this market, it's if that doesn't open in that first weekend, mm-hmm. you know. Why do you think Watchmen's trying to come out in March? I, I We we yeah. know. Mm-hmm. We've made that point many times on the air. You'd said something very, <laughs> very <laughs> catty. <laughs> Very casually about they're getting rid of the baby and Superman. What's that all about? Yeah, the, the next Superman film will not acknowledge the previous Superman Very film. difficult to abort a Kryptonian baby that's already been birthed. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, it's a kryptonite hangar. Uh, you, can't put him in the mi- you can't put him in the microwave or not? Pretty much just Green K. That'll take care of it. Yeah. So Just I mean, put him in a green K bassinet. It's over. So are they going to try and – It's going to recall. It's going to be like The Incredible Hulk. We're going to pretend that didn't happen. It's, it's going to wow. be like the Punisher War Zone. So there won't be any Lois Lane either. Well, or not a Lois Lame. Uh, it won't be – Ooh, good one. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, if, they're, if they do it, it's going to be just starting over a new They're cast. not going to do it. They're not. Well, if they're, they're still they're still developing because that's been unless uh, Superman's parents get murdered in an alley and he has to go fight the Joker, <laughs> they're not going to do it. What about Green Lantern? No, how about the happen. death of Superman? And this is like right after that. Oh, he's yeah. back. Well, wasn't well, that that was the oh. Kevin Smith? That was the Kevin Smith script. No, Kevin Smith had a, <clears throat> a special appearance from the Bat Phone appear. And, yeah, but but that was the but Superman uh, Lives was the death of Superman storyline. So. You know, with I hear uh, there's a giant spider with Lexiac. That's exactly right. There was, and Michael Goodson said, "I will never see it." I think Supermax may still go forward because that's grim and gritty. The Green Arrow and the supervillains. Now we we may not want to see it, but I see from a from a Warner Brothers executive's point of view, that's what they're looking for. 
It sounds cheap to make. I remain skeptical. All right. I agree. With you. I don't want to see any of the things that I hear they want to do. Except sure. I've I had heard that the Green Lantern script that they were developing was actually really true to it. Had all the you know had just a couple of doing the right thing. A few cameos from from core from the core at large, but focusing on Hal's origin, focusing on the idea of a trilogy that would then get larger and larger. And they haven't really done an outer space superhero, yeah. superhero thing, movie which yet. could work. Yeah. Although they did Superman four technically. Sure. Everyone counts Ouch. that one. Yeah, we. Oof. Uh-huh. But you're right, Ow. though. We haven't really seen a good, like, like, the, like with Iron Man. All these other ones, you see like the big fights, but it's on Earth or in mm-hmm. on the streets or whatever. You don't. You haven't really seen anybody fight on the moon. Or, or even you know going, I mean? going to Oa. Right, right. Or travel. Yeah, flying through space. Yeah, the whole thing is like showing Superman fly on Earth. You know what I mean? Like and right now, some Marvel executives going, "That's it, Annihilation, the film." Marvel yeah. execs don't even know what comics they have out. They, it's Hulk, Wolverine. Come on. Thor. Thor would be cool. Ooh, speaking of which, did okay. you guys see uh, the – I know we talked about them last week. The uh, trailers on Newsarama for uh, the – The Hulk versus – or the, yeah, the, the Thor, the Thor yeah, versus – Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, but did, they, did you talk about the trailers? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I was say, those look awesome. Yeah, so, they look really good. So you're not actually listening to the podcast even when you're here recording them? I don't know. For, uh, that might have been when I went to the bathroom or something. I don't remember. So. Well, that was a long time. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's loud. But I thought they captured what Thor – yeah, you know, the, I, I, I said the the dialogue was right. It was correct. Cool. The voice acting. I would was also correct. like to say uh, we could we've talked about like who could be a possible Captain America for the live action film. Mm. I have a candidate. Ooh, and it just struck yeah. me as I, I was catching up over Christmas vacation. I caught up to Chuck, the guy who plays Captain Awesome. I can't remember what the character's actual name is, oh, but yeah. they call him Captain Awesome. He's blonde, blue eyed, never seen it. Really, really muscular. Yeah, if they mess him up a little bit, he could be. Hmm. Uh, you know, it's just kind of a, I went, huh. Yeah. He's got the voice. He's got the all-American looks. I never watched Chuck, so. Well, I'm not saying you have to necessarily watch Chuck, but I can't remember what the name of the actor is, but he's, uh, hmm. but I love. So you kind of have Rogers. to watch Chuck he to can, really get your point right now. I don't want to know who they're doing for. I don't ask Lon to watch, <laughs> read, or do anything okay. that I like. Because it'll only hurt me when he comes back and goes, well, that was stupid. I watched two minutes and... Uh, <laughs> I want my two minutes. I watched a commercial. <laughs> Dumb. And they showed something from the unborn, and I wet myself. <laughs> so. Hey. It's oh, sorry, that was you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. That was digging. Good. It's okay, Lon. I still love you. Anyway, how about some Watchmen update news? Let's, You've been reading you heard clearly anything? all day long. Uh, the trial date is set for the 20th. Is that right? 20th of this month? Of yeah. Oh, my God. That's the 20th. same day as the inauguration. That's awkward. That means no, no. That means fanboys we... are torn. Do we pay attention to the future of the country or do we pay attention to the future of Watchmen? Oh, Watchmen. Watchmen. Wow. Well, how, how is court even going to be, anybody going to be focused in court? The judge is probably going to go, all right, I'm glad you guys all came down. Mm, inauguration. Right. Hey, big screen HD. <laughs> Let's resume. Let's go to Hooters and weeks. watch the inauguration. Because oh. yeah. <laughs> so. nothing says America. Uh, like Did anyone see? Hooters and Obama. It's our greatest export. <laughs> Anyone see the Japanese trailer for The Watchmen? Yeah. Wow. They showed a lot of other stuff I hadn't Watchmen. seen yet. Watchmen. Um, yeah, it looks something, so friggin' good. Something interesting about that trailer cut out all the things I didn't like about the second American trailer. Did not have any character talking about themselves as The Watchmen. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Had some of the same scenes that had that voice over the American trailer gone from the Japanese. Have you seen, have you noticed in the trailers they show, what's his name, Moloch or whatever, and, uh, Moloch, yeah. Moloch and, uh, the, the, those last one, the, the Japanese one, owl. the first night owl, I was like, man, that looks awesome. So, yeah. so, um, I'm just an eager beaver for this Yeah, movie. the Japanese trailer really focused more on the whole, um, the, the doomsday clock thing. Yeah. So that and was see, really where it was a lot of yeah. Nixon. So it was really making, putting it more about an end, as an end of the world movie. Okay. And, which I mean, I guess it really is. Yes, it's it a is. story that way, but it was just kind of interesting Although, that that's a different marketing. There was a clip in that where Nixon's all, I'll say it's doom, or it's doomsday when I say it's doomsday. That wasn't in the, in the comic, was it? I don't remember. It's been a few years. Okay. It's t- it is time for me to get it off the shelf and read it. Because I don't remember Nixon ever saying any words. And I don't remember him having to. It was all like in passing that he existed. You know, he was still president. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. And, it, and of course, they also 
while we're waiting for this trial and it's still getting, you know, a, a lot of things are getting printed on the web and, and documents are being released. The actual one of the producers who had was involved with the I think it's Larry Gordon was the guy that had first taken it to Fox 20 years ago. He you know, well, I think you mentioned that. The, the, no, it was you that mentioned that that it was uh, the letter to Drew McGuinney's site. Yeah, but his name was like Levine or something. No, or? yeah, but it, he was working with Larry oh, Gordon. Okay. And he and his thing was basically he said that back in 2003 they had this package that is, that eventually became the Zack. They were pitching they adapted, it. They were pitching it and they pitched it to Fox and they pitched it to Warner Brothers. Fox was given the chance. Fox turned it down. Warner Brothers called them and said it needs a little work, but we believe in it. And the Fox team said this is a piece of crap. This script will never fly. It's blah blah blah. You know, and they just turned it down flat out. And from his personal point of view, I would agree there's one thing he said that's true Fox wouldn't have done that Warner did is, as part of that pitch, was the agreement to commit to the Tales of the Black <laughs> Black Freighter as an animated DVD mm-hmm. and to do Under the exactly. Hood to include all this. Oh. Uh, but that Warner Brothers made that commitment and didn't think that Fox would, would have. No. So... Clearly, very angry, including on Warner Brothers' side, saying not, this is- not necessarily a relinquishing of rights, though. No, not necessarily, but really. but and definitely- let's just say Fox made X three, Warner or WB made Dark Knight. So let's just go off of that. All right, you know, I, I mean, mean if if you were if you want to simplify it to the judge, just bring that up. It doesn't work Judge, that way. Oh. Fox doesn't make good movies. It's right. not about I mean, quality. It's about money. City well, maybe. But maybe on the, in the judges' yet, quarters. And yet again, today on YouTube, I put it on, on Fanboy Planet, the uh, Zack Snyder's video diary about making the Minutemen shoot. I didn't so, watch that. Was that good? Yeah, you should check it out. I saw the pictures. Fanboyplanet.com. Yeah. Go ahead. You can go to the link there and <laughs> the Minutemen are coming. Do you need to write that down? I think mm. you might. Um are we feeling good? It's going to happen. We I mean, want to we'll soon. It's going to happen. Come you know on. what? You know what? You know what's going to happen if the judge goes, nope, you know, Fox is right. They get Watchmen, blah, 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 and we don't get to see Watchmen. You know what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Fanboys will unite across the world, and they will they will dress up like Watchmen characters, and they will storm the Bastille, and they will hang all involved, and it will be a glorious okay, day. Okay, now. Where, where would that Bastille be that you're talking about? It's Whatever. actually a Taco Bell in Santa Monica. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Fanboys unite. <laughs> for the president. You know for the border. The president of Fox has a chalupa and goes, ah! <laughs> we'll all get together at WonderCon and burn down San Francisco. I don't know. Yeah, there's all this talk about boycotting uh, Wolverine. Well, are They're fanboys willing to why? boycott Wolverine? Because it's produced by Fox. No, you know, oh, how, oh, yes. you know how fanboys boycott Wolverine? Don't pay to see it. Download it. There you go. That sure. way you can still see it, but you don't right. give Fox your money. Pay to see Star Trek, mm-hmm. a Paramount film, sure. and then go next door right. to watch Wolverine. Okay. What, do you, what do you call that kind of movement? It's kind of like a Theater lateral. Revolution. You have to call it something to make it l- like a, a protest or something. Don't like Watchmen. A hot protest or something. Don't Watchmen. Okay. <laughs> don't Watchmen. I don't know. Uh, give Fox the claw. Or, yeah, put the box on Fox. I don't know. Snicked into another theater? Yeah. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, knew yeah. That, I knew that one wasn't going to fly. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Should we go to t- television? Yes. Yes, dear. I think we should. Let's go to television. Well, Scrubs returned. Joyously. Which is, I guess, you know, to some, it may not be that Not genre, really a fanboy show, a but I show. enjoy that kind of it. Sure. Or have in many years. I think the... The two main characters are fanboys, then. Certainly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's on ABC for an for an eighth season because the seventh season got truncated and NBC didn't treat it right, apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's on ABC, and uh, it returned in a glorious form. Absolutely, indeed. Zach Braff has taken a page out of my book and grown a beard. Which I, I say th- you too look like a young Kenny Loggins. I think uh, <laughs> he looks striking wow. in it. <laughs> it's got a, a couple new cast members as far as the Courtney interns. Courtney Cox in, is there? Interns. Yeah. Courtney, Courtney Cox is Courtney. permanent or is she like one of those? I read she's only doing three episodes, which okay. is unusual because she's in the second episode they share, showed on the premiere night and she's barely in it. It's like, well, if you've got her for three episodes, why just kind of have her? Uh, I, think, I think there's yeah. a lot of lying. 
Sure. In publicity, because in I, television, you're saying there's a lot of lying. Well, I think now, the, the, I think studios are finally savvy to how everybody gossips ahead of time, so they oh. say things, and it's not. It, so we're all going to expect Courtney Cox to die in the third episode, but she's not. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. But that was an ongoing thing with the original series that they'd have these guest stars that hang around for mm-hmm. six, eight issues, episodes, and <laughs> issues, <laughs> and then they were in the annual. Yeah. And then <laughs> Zarda came in, and uh, it was awesome. Yeah, they've so. already announced the, his brother, the guy from Ed, will be uh, returning. Uh, what is his name? Um, yeah, but I know who you mean. Ed. Ed. <laughs> Ed. He's got another. He's got a new series coming too. I can't. Remember, uh, with uh, the guy from Will and Grace, mm-hmm. Aaron McCormick. So right, that's the yeah. Tell me or something or yeah, I think something uh, I won't uh, watch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now there's rumor that Smallville is going to come back for a ninth season. So that excites you. That right? excites me. Well, if you paid attention last week, this week, next week there is a Legion of Superheroes episode, and I say that Smallville this year is actually trying to do right by fans, but unfortunately they're stuck with a lot of continuity. Let's say, hypothetically, I was going to start watching Smallville this season after having skipped many years. Now, I understand there have been some changes. Why don't you catch me up on the status quo at the start of this season, uh, Clark, in case I wanted to watch it, Clark, probably is, Clark is working for the Daily Planet. Fine. He and Lois are very clearly falling in love, but they're sure. fighting that urge. Okay. Uh, there was a character named Davis Bloom who was introduced. He was a, a paramedic who kept having blackouts mm-hmm. uh, and was revealed to actually be uh, – a meteor Dooms- freak. Uh, uh, oh, not he's a meteor freak. He's, he's Doomsday. Doomsday, yeah. And, and actually, here's why, I, why I'm impressed by this season in ways that I haven't before. They told Green Arrow's origin, and it was right. Sure. We covered this last week. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're saying that, and this but, is what? But, uh, the status quo. Okay, wh- so. What happened to Luther? He's not on the show right now. Luther, Michael, they don't know. They mysteriously disappeared. Okay, and, uh, they both were so, up in the Arctic at the. So Fortress a character who was like Mercy, who, yeah, well, Mercy, they called him Mercy. With the, they, the, the two bodyguards that mm-hmm. Luther has in the comics, one has essentially now taken over. They've given her a different backstory, or they've mm-hmm. given her backstory because I don't think the comics yeah. one has one at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's running it and looking and in his absence trying she's to find out what happened, him. hunting for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oliver Queen is knows the secret. He's got the Justice League. They're all over the globe. The members of the Justice League are off. They, except for the first episode, they haven't appeared this season. Mm-hmm. But Oliver Queen is a regular and helping Clark take the accept that you know they got all powers. Hunting it's, for Clark, it's time Lana, to become. Yeah. And Lana is to step gone. up. Lana is gone. She she comes back for a couple of episodes. But she's gone because she's been changed by the experience of knowing Zoe's who still he is. around. Chloe, Zoe, uh, Chloe, Chloe's still around. She and Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy o- Olsen, are getting married. Yes, yeah. though they were engaged at the beginning of the season. Oh, she right. had uh, powers for a while. Yeah, Brainiac had infected her at the end of the season last uh, last season. James Marsters. Yeah. Yes, but clearly identified as Brainiac. Sure. And and uh, so that that was his kind of his resurrection plan. If oh. he was to be destroyed, then. Chloe would be rewritten right. as, as him. And then next week, the Legion of Superheroes will travel into a thousand years into the past with uh, to chase the Persuader. And so the thing that's really impressed me, not only have they gotten these things right, but, I mean, they look right. It's just the Persuader looked awesome. But now yeah. here in a potential ninth season, Clark was in his junior year at the premiere? Was no, he, they, he had, they don't do the college freshman. thing. They don't do the college. He was a freshman in the, at the very first Freshman show. in high school. Freshman in high school, right. yes. Hmm. So he Superman's getting old. Well, but he's supposed to be only twenty three, even though he's like thirty two, sure. I think, right. or thirty three. Oh. But uh, the it's, it's a matter of money. They're offering the money. He's saying he's willing to come back. The CW would love to have Smallville come back. It's getting great ratings. Hmm. Right. And I'd say, from a fan perspective, it's had it's got more energy than it's had in a long time. I think it's better to move it into Metropolis than keeping it in Smallville. Yeah. Smallville, it was kind of like how many more fragments of the meteor are we going to find? And I, the only yeah. thing I would say is if they do. Get him to do a ninth season. Just forget the no tights, no flights. Let him fly. Sure. Put him in the suit. It's a Superman show now. You've gotten rid of all. I mean, essentially all the major milestone villains have already been on. Put him in the damn suit, and then figure out how these villains don't know that that's him. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I want to know the answer to that. So we'll see. Now, I'd also, and you said this happened, I guess, the Sleeping Beauty Platinum Edition of Disney. Disney announced this week a new Blu-ray strategy. On the Blu-ray Platinum Edition, it came with, of Sleeping Beauty, came with the original 
DVDs, regular DVDs, so well, you can watch it. Sleeping Beauty's been restored, right? And, and, the and, DVD and put it into widescreen as well. Yes, and put it a widescreen in the in the blue. You have a Blu-ray higher resolution version as well. Right. So Disney has now announced that that's basically what they're going to be doing throughout the year. Is if you buy the Blu-ray, you can have the DVD with it. So if you don't have the Blu-ray disc, you're buying ahead. And you're ready, and you can still watch the movie on your DVD player. Then when you get the Blu-ray, you just, you know. And frankly, if you do have a Blu-ray player, then maybe you may have, you know, other TVs in your house that don't have the Blu-ray player or your mm-hmm. laptop when you're traveling. I or think they should all do that. Uh, and uh, it's along the, with their plan, you know, that for the last four or five months, Disney's been doing it, and, and they weren't the first. So I know Fox did it with the Family Guy episode where you have a digital copy. Mm-hmm. So there's one, you buy it, and you also get a, a version you can upload onto your iPod or your or what, what's the one you like? Creative Zen Vision. Zen Vision, that's the name of it. I, yeah, I know Creative was the company, but Correct. or is it called Creative Zen Vision? That's what you got to It's Creative. Creative is the company. Zen, right. Zen Vision, Vision is, is the okay. product. Is the product that, M or W is the model. Line. That Michael Goodson recommends personally. Personally. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I guess it does make sense to do it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, DVD production is cheap. You just throw it in the same box and... and Eventually, you have people who are buying these things. And, and this came up just recently. I, I saw a film I really wanted to buy and went there, and there was a Blu-ray version and a standard version. It's like, damn it, I don't have Blu-ray. I I would buy the Blu-ray if I had one because it, right. it was a beautiful film, but I had to buy this. But now you can, you what, can which, buy what, Which, which film was that? And this was The Fall. I just bought The Fall. I watched it. I would, on your recommendation, I really enjoyed that film. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so it seems like a logical, but I meant the same thing. Now, but the thing is that it's like, I don't know if the, if the regular DVDs will have the extras, which to me would make sense to not have them if you've got them all on the Blu-ray disc. And yet, yeah. well, what about bringing down the price? Rick, you seem to know a little bit more. Are well, the the prices Blu-rays, are coming down a little bit. It still seems a little pricey in comparison yeah, to what DVDs it are. It still is. And, and is you, that a necessary pricing strategy? I don't, I don't believe so. As long as the format is two-tier, there will be a low-tier and there will be a high-tier. Yeah. Until DVD just kind of goes the way of VHS, but you, remember, you can't DVDs move. DVDs also came down in price over time, and part yeah. of it was volume. You know, the number of DVDs also, that were being sold. Also, the more people adopted DVD players, they were able to produce So more. I can't afford right, it, but listeners, of, please, would you adopt Blu-ray so it'll come cheap enough that I can buy it? There you go. Or just send Derek a DVD, you know, player. In. Hey, Sony... Sony, are you listening? He has a magic mailbox. I do have a magic mailbox, and I put a letter in it saying I'd like one, but who knows? The other thing, and it's not, I don't think it affects anybody at this table here, but after I don't know how many years, City of Heroes has been ported to the Mac, and it goes live this week. Is that both City Heroes and City Villains? No, I think it's just City of Heroes. Oh, that's kind of lame. Yeah, so uh, I, I, it seemed like a weird, like, really? Do they play against the same really? servers? Really? Uh, don't think that's that's true either. Really? I think it's just in its own little City of Heroes, assuming there's a whole, huge, that whole new wrong, influx. I think World, uh, World of Warcraft plays the same servers regardless of what uh, I believe so. platform you're playing on. I don't actually know, but I'm willing to say yeah. All right, well, that, that would be good. I just don't, you know, it just seems like, wow, this seems really late in the game. Yeah, for City of Heroes to have to have ported over, but well, speaking of so Mac game. users, Mac users, you can enjoy the the uh, wonders of Paragon City. Mm-hmm. We have for many hours, for many hours, and now we've been there, done that. But uh, my characters are in stasis somewhere in Paragon. Yeah, City. yeah I think the, I think the mine yeah. is too. Somewhere. I confirm with them; they don't delete anybody. So. That's excellent. So someday I can play Rock Candy again. Fantastic. Burrito will be unfrozen and unleashed on the world. Put him in the microwave. And be ready <laughs> oh, to go. Microwave burrito. Absolutely. That's all I have tonight. I think that's. Do fine. you have okay? If you have questions, comments, compliments. Criticisms? Once again, please write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. I'm Derek McCaw, editor in chief of Fanboy Planet. We're done already? <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to wake, wake up, up Lon. <laughs> that was Lon. And uh, I'm Michael Goodson. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you all to use your powers only for good. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. 
Visit Lukeski at www.lukeski.com. The only check levels, real fast. One criticism yeah. and okay, one question. Get up to your mics. <clears throat> Lon, let's hear you. Let's see. Guess it, That's guess not the it. first time he's heard that today. Yes. You're either stupid, suicidal, or both. You realize you're challenging a god. Wow. Thank you. Okay. What's that from? Cold rating. Ultimate Hulk number one. Yeah. Maybe we should what character. Have, maybe we should have. An, maybe we should. I have, have no a, idea. I haven't gotten to that panel. We should have a, a new girl, uh, a, a, a new feature. Michael's dramatic recreations of. <laughs> we should do that when we have no news. Just like all do a cold reading from a book. We'll That'd all just cool. get four books, and then we may all realize. Oh, no wonder nobody reads these things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. We should do that. And yeah, okay. I think we're good. Here we go. We're we good. I think. He made fun of my kitchen things. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's sacred. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Because yeah, you hold so much sacred. And have you kitchen. seen my kitchen? Thank you. Yeah. Really? Have you and I've, uh, seen it, though? Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's get this show on the road. I, I, I took a bag of chips off the fridge. Is that a euphemism? No, no, there's a bag of fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Sour cream and onion. She cleaned the kitchen. He took the chips off my fridge, if you know what I mean. And then we played Justice League Heroes, Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. No. On on the PlayStation, too. He had it. It was great. All right. Can we do this thing? Or you do what Rick does and email me. (laughs) Well, that's what I, I I I suggested something similar. It's only because you suggested I I use your password, but <laughs> it, but you had changed it. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I don't think I would like this. Not, but but can I can I give Carl your email? Sure. Okay. He has at least three books on those movies, the uh, Creature Future Guides that he wrote. Did Bob Wilkins write them, or did oh, Paul? Or did John was it Stanley? Stanley or, okay, forget it. I'll cut that out. <laughs> I was going to say, this whole segment may go because of all the things you <laughs> No, it's, it's, I'm making my own challenge. I remember he was... I like that. Didn't watch the first season. The second season, a friend of mine basically tied me to a chair and made me watch episodes, and I went back and watched it, and I was just incredibly What happy. kind of knots did he use? Uh, uh, slip knots. I got out of it pretty easy. Um, why do we do this? <laughs> So there's a new there's a new Farscape book. I'm sorry, there's a little dignity on the carpet right there. There is. <laughs> there is. <laughs> to commit to the tales of the Black Flater, Black Flater, Black Freighter. As, I think I've seen that video. As, tales of the Black. Flater. I don't want to know. <laughs> the tales of the Black Freighter. Uh, as an animated DVD, mm-hmm. and to do under the hood exactly. to include all the stuff. Oh, under the hood comes with it. <laughs> I guess we are talking about the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, but that Warner Brothers made that commitment and it didn't think that Fox would. 